Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Yes, Marianne Williamson is joining me here today. Many of you have heard me uh, uh, in my many conversations with Marianne Williamson before, but I am especially jazzed about today's conversation. Let me tell you a little bit about Marianne. She is an internationally acclaimed author and lecturer, best-selling author beyond anything you can imagine. Uh, she has written over nine books, four of which, including the best-selling A Return to Love and Everyday Grace, number one New York Times bestseller. She has also been on Oprah, Larry King, Good Morning America, Charlie roles and much more um in addition to that she has contributed to the greater good of the world many of you know about her work in founding the peace alliance uh you have heard her on uh xm radio blockbuster oprah and friends uh you have also known that she is an incredible life source for many of us that are willing to take our lives up to the next level she's joining me here today we are so thrilled to have her on the show because she is talking about a topic which is near and dear to my heart and we're thrilled and honored to be introducing all of you out there to her new book. The new book I'm referring to is The Age of Miracles, Embracing the New Midlife. I've got three things to say about this book. You ready? Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Marianne Williamson, for bringing it on a topic that I know that I'm passionate about. So she's joining me here today. We're going to take a look at what this means. And finally, someone is talking about midlife and miracles in the same sentence. Yes, indeed, I am jazzed about today's show. So... In addition to having Marianne uh, joining me here today about this topic, uh, I am so excited because I know that many of you listening to this show are right here in the middle of what we're calling midlife. Many of you have known that midlife is something that has different time frames for all of us. And so we're going to hear from Marianne about why this is important, why she has decided to, to write this book. But, you know, i I, I got to tell you, I've been talking about midlife life for a while and one of the things I know is for me and you've heard me talk about this before is that from stepping into that place where my life didn't seem like it fit for who I was at the moment was an important turning point for me and so I am so jazzed that uh, we're going to be talking with Marianne, who has taken a very powerful message out into the world in many many different ways body mind and spirit about life and now we get to say miracles and midlife in the same sentence. And so Benny is, uh, is ready to go. I love this conversation. And as I said before, three things I got to say about today's conversation with Marianne Williamson and her new book. And here it is. Yes, yes, yes. Marianne Williamson, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you. I'm telling you, I don't know if you heard the intro, but what I'm saying is I love it. Someone has finally said the word miracles and midlife. Put it in the same sentence. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Wow. This book, by the way, I want to congratulate you on writing an incredible book. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. That means a lot. This one is talking to the soul of people, Marianne. And what I want to ask you about, and when I say soul of people, there is a myth, and you are busting through all of the myths about aging in this book. 
I wanted to ask you the subject of midlife. Why is this important and how can we move beyond the stigma that our lives are over? <clears throat> well, you know, I was fascinated by a, something I read by an author named Lydia Bronte who wrote a book called The Longevity Factor. <clears throat> she said that our generation has added 15 years to our lifespan, but she said it's not at the end, it's in the middle. And I thought that is so true. We have this period that that wasn't quite there the way it used to be, not in a psychological sense. When you know that your your youth is over, or at least it's ending, but what's next is definitely not old. So what is it? It's almost like we have a second puberty. Um, you know, at puberty, one persona leaves and something else emerges. You know, the child is gone and the adolescent and the teenager emerges. At midlife, it's that way too. You are no longer the young adult. You know, you're entering your while your wise years, but the word elder doesn't exactly feel right yet either. Uh-huh. So that's what I wanted to explore in terms of uh, the emotional and psychological significance, because like you said, there are these thought forms that have been handed down to us um, over the hill. Uh, it's too late for me now. A lot of woulda, shoulda, coulda. Um, they won't want me anymore. They won't date me anymore. They won't marry me anymore. They won't hire me anymore. And, you know, for those of us who are students of higher consciousness and metaphysics, we know that our thoughts determine our experience. So when you are looking at the possibility of 20, 30, 40, 50 more years left to, you know, be dancing on this planet, you want to make sure that your thoughts are aligned with the highest possibilities uh, rather than these very limiting um, thought forms that if we allow ourselves to align with them will, will in fact limit our our opportunities. Yeah, you, Marianne, uh, what I love about you saying, and let's stay with this point, because one of the myths that shows up right about now or wherever you are, if you're listening to the show, is the fact that our minds don't work anymore. And if our mind, and if we step into the fact that our minds don't work anymore, then how are we going to entertain having an incredible power of mind in our thoughts as you're talking about? You're talking about, what are you talking about, forgetting things? That kind of forgetting mind doesn't work things. anymore? You know, the myth that we have is, oh, I'm not as sharp as I used to be. Yeah, The yeah. whole story. Well, what I write about in the book is that I, I do think there's a way in which I don't think as fast as I used to. I do think there's a way in which I'm not as, um, I don't know, there's some sort of fast action uh, mm-hmm. that the youthful mind has that uh, is quite beautiful. But in, in that as in every other area... What aging gives us is something different. We do lose one thing, but we gain something else. And when it comes to thinking, what I wrote in the book is I don't think I think as fast, but I think I think more deeply now. Um, You slow down. When you think of how many mistakes we've all made because we were moving too fast, you know, there's this hormonally driven, adrenaline-based just speed in your younger years. And so even though you're smart, you end up doing stupid things. Uh, And, you know, as you get a little older, some of the things you forget, yes, but some of the things you forgot, you're better off forgetting. Totally. And you think more deeply. You're more considered. You're more reflective. Life supports you in what you need to do now, and that is you need to think about things more deeply from a more considered, reflective place. And just about the time when you really need to do that, that's when your mind is ready to do that. So a a lot of these things are about grasping that there are a lot of different uh, seasons, Nature is beautiful in all of them. Winter is beautiful and summer is beautiful. Autumn is beautiful. You know, somebody said to me in a, in a teleclass that I did for somebody the other day, they said, well, how do you 
deal with the autumn of autumn of your life. And I, I thought that was such an interesting image, autumn, because it is true that a lot of leaves have fallen from the tree uh, when autumn sets in. But the leaves that are last, left have so many more colors. And that's how I feel about this time in life. I, I do think I've lost some leaves, but the leaves that are left uh, are some magnificent colors. I love that because what we know about trees and when they, they, their leaves fall, many people think that the leaves fall out of no level of consciousness from the tree. The tree knows when to let go of that leaf. Boy, I'll tell you, there That's are a few leaves that I am so glad are gone from my life. Exactly. And that leads to the question of disappointment. Mm-hmm. And we hear stories, and I've shared my story, that I had to get to a midlife to have probably what I believe is one of the greatest disappointments in my life become the catalyst for the rest of it. How do you feel about disappointments and how do we how do we address them well the spiritual challenge is to remember that god specializes in new beginnings Mm. you know god specializes in turning water into wine every night is followed by a new day every winter is followed by a spring and everybody at some point or another falls down i mean those disappointments of life come into everybody's life at one time or another you know it's a fallen world it's not a perfect place here. But power and victory and uplift and peace and resurrection and all those things aren't about never falling down. They're about how you get back up, you know, and and what we become as people, not because we've never fallen down, but because having fallen down, we become better, you know, and the disappointment and the struggle and the sense of failure becomes a catalyst for our personal growth, our illumination, and we become humbler, we become more serious, we become more responsible. You know, I'm, wa- I'm watching my daughter go through something right now that is a very big disappointment in her life. And as her mother, I, you know, you, you, I've heard it said that, you know, a woman is only as happy as her least happy child. I mean, it's just devastating to watch your child be unhappy. But with another part of my brain, I'm so clear she will be better for this. It will build her character. She will, be, she will be a better human being because of this. And so I think the, the problem you have with age is that you're thinking, yeah, but now it's too late. But it isn't. The universe is not, is not built that way. The universe is always bringing around the new opportunities and the new lessons. And uh, the last thing that could ever stop God is the fact that you're older than you used to be. Wow. Marianne Williamson, my guest today, we are having an incredible conversation. Uh, the new book is The Age of Miracles, Embracing the New Midlife. Uh, and as Marianne has said, you know, that the state of the world today is one big rite of passage for the boomer generation. When we come back from break, we're going to talk about midlife, not a crisis, a time of rebirth, an incredible book by Marianne Williamson. And as I said before, what do I have to say about this book? Yes, yes. Yes, we'll be right back. Are you one of the millions of frustrated people who can't take off weight or keep it off on a low-fat or low-calorie diet? It's hard, isn't it? Well, don't despair another day. The Sugar-Free Miracle Diet is the answer to your prayers. I'm Karen Bentley, and I lost 130 pounds on this program. I'm also the founder and CEO of the Sugar-Free Miracle Diet Company. Go to sugarfreemiracle.com, that's sugarfreemiracle.com, and get started today. 
Carol Haywood Babrowskis is a seer and an author who has been watching evolution in action since her third eye opened wide in 1987. Her observations reveal a very hopeful path for the future of Earth and humanity to evolve to a place where love and peace prevail. You can find out about her book, Passionate Pinky and the Evolutionary Experiment, as well as her fun workshops by calling 425-222-9455 or visit passionatepinky.com. Do you dream of publishing a book? Are you ready to make your writing dreams come true? Join New York Times best-selling author and celebrated life coach Cheryl Richardson for the Writer's Boot Camp Cruise to the Mexican Riviera on April 5th through 12th, 2008. Discover the nuts and bolts information you'll need to write, publish, and market your book, plus inspiration for enjoying the process. Visit ICanDoItAtSea.com today for all the details. The Empowerment Partnership, empowering the lives of thousands of people around the world just like you. Their mission is to empower you with an understanding of what makes you and others tick and to teach you the tools and techniques that will unlock your hidden gifts. The Empowerment Partnership, whatever you think you are, you're more than that. To learn more, call 1-800-800-MIND or go to NLP.com. Mention the Dr. Pat Show to receive a special discount. Are you ready to blaze the trail with your product or service, but you're unsure how to bring it to the marketplace without compromising your integrity? Andrea Adler, founder of Holistic PR and known as the high priestess of spiritual marketing, takes you on a journey that will transform everything you think about marketing. Call 505-983-7777 or visit holisticpr.com. That's H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C-P-R.com. Diets and drugs only address symptoms of ill health rather than providing solutions to the problems such as weight gain and chronic pain. Spending just 30 minutes in a portable sauna that uses far-infrared technology can burn 600 calories, rid your body of toxins, and reduce pain. If you're tired of quick fixes that don't work, consider the long-term solution. Detox America's portable far-infrared sauna. Call 888-338-6987. Or visit DetoxAmerica.com. More talk, less rock. Come on, that's a good thing. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Finally, finally, a book that talks about midlife crisis, embracing it, and not midlife crisis, embracing the new midlife and miracles. Marianne Williamson is my very special guest today, and she's joining me here. We're talking about this book, why this is important, and what it means for each and every one of us to look at our lives in a new way, in new rebirth. You know, Marianne, again, thank you for joining the show show today. Thank you um, for having the book really addresses a lot of different things. Everything from higher purpose to love and sex. I would love for you to share with our listeners some of the myths that we have come to know and what you talk about to overcome them. Well, when you know, the Course in Miracles talks about body identification mm-hmm. versus spirit identification. And what the Course in Miracles says whatever 
world you identify with, the rules of that world will hold true for you. So if you identify yourself only as a body, then you are living in a world in which the laws have to do with the disintegration after a certain point. And so aging can be particularly frightening because the body on a certain level does begin to disintegrate. Now, King Solomon said that his younger years were his summer excuse me, his younger years were his winter and his older years were his summer. Well, why is that? That's because he was identifying life not from its physical aspect, but from its spiritual aspect. So it's not so much that there are myths that we've been taught, it's just that we've been taught a way of thinking that has to do with body identification. As we transform in our own consciousness and think about life more in terms of our spiritual than our physical reality, then we realize, I'm not on a decline, I'm on an incline. I finally learned something. I finally feel I have some mastery just of being human and living a responsible life. And I've been through enough that I've learned from my failures as well as my successes. And I'm not as scared of things anymore, both because I failed at them already as well as succeeded at them. And so you just have so much more opportunity to fill yourself and to allow yourself to inhabit the fullness of your being. But it does take work. Because if, you, if you're only looking through the body's eyes, you're freaked out, you know? Now, then what happens from that is, is with any other area, the more our consciousness is expanded, this affects the body too. And so there's nothing wrong with the body at midlife either. I mean, it's just, it's like we were saying earlier, winter is beautiful too. It's a different kind of beauty. And I think a large part of this conversation is that you don't have to be young to be fabulous. You know, I and love I, that. And I want to make sure everyone knows Marianne Williamson's book is available. You can go to her website because this is, a, this is the beginning of our conversation together. This is a, is a conversation and an invitation. And the website is Marianne.com. You'll be able to find out more about Marianne Williamson, her book. And I want to make sure that everybody out there knows there's a live online event on January 24th. That information is available on the website. And also for... For those of you that are listening in multiple cities, uh, I want to mention that uh, Marianne is going to be traveling probably to a city near you. Uh, for those of you in Seattle, Marianne, you have uh, an upcoming event in Seattle for folks to know about, correct? Yes, on March 25th. I don't think it's posted yet, but it will be at Seattle Unity. And like you said, if people go to Marianne.com, all my upcoming lectures are, are mentioned there. But it will be March 25th for um, Seattle Unity, yeah. Okay. You know, thank you. And we'll make sure we keep mentioning that. You know, as we look at, 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 at our, our midlife and, and, and miracles, and it's not a mistake that we're talking about midlife and miracles, what have you discovered in your journey right now in writing this book uh, to help people understand the juiciness that is available to their lives? I mean, things like sex and romance. I mean, does that mean that we have to let go? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> no. Now, Marianne, <laughs> you don't have to speak personally about this. Well, I think the point is you get to a certain point in life, and it's completely up to you how you play it. Thank you. I mean, if, if you want to go into dowdiness and this kind of resignation and just kind of give up and, you know, all that, we've seen people who've done that. We all know that, you know, it's one of the opportunities of this moment in life, and sometimes, sometimes it feels like the path of least resistance. But... I think that this is the time, you know, when you said something, how do we make each other understand? I don't want to have a codependent relationship with my audience, but so I'm not trying to make anyone understand anything. But I think it's time when we're all encouraging each other. That's what we're doing here. We are encouraging each other. We are reminding each other. You don't have to go there. You know, I saw, I tell a story in the, in the book about how I was a, 
I was visiting a friend of mine who I've known since I was a child, and there was this picture on her table uh, in her living room, and it was a picture of her from around 20 years ago. And I said, that's Linda. I said, bring her back. And it didn't have to do with the fact that physically she was younger. Mm-hmm. It was that she hadn't had all those layers of accumulated disappointment that come with age. I mean, there is no doubt about that, you know. I mean, I, I talk in the book about how people used to tell me, like, they wish I would lecture like in the old days. Well, the old days was the 80s, for God's sakes. I mean, it was easy to... You know, no 9-11 had happened yet. The world was a different place. And, you know, it's easy to be light and breezy when you haven't seen anything but light and you haven't felt anything but breeze. So, so then the question becomes, you are going to change. That's not, there is no question but that you will change. The issue is, what are you going to do with that change? You know, I, I tell a story in the book about listening to a Joni Mitchell CD that came out a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And when I first started listening, I was, I was just like blown away by the fact that her voice had changed so much. And my first feeling was that she had lost her voice because it was much, much deeper than it used to be. My first thought was that, oh my God, Joni Mitchell has lost her voice. Then I started to really listen. And I realized that the voice she has now is infinitely richer. You know, she had turned from a I said in the book, she used to be a giant, now she's a goddess. You know, she turned from the, these beautiful melodies that were real high, became like these soulful cries from the, from, the, from the heart of things. And I thought, everybody's voice is going to change as they get older. The issue is, is this going to be because you finally found your true voice or because you lost it? So I think that's the issue of midlife. You, you do lose some things, and I think some of the things we lose, we need to grieve, you know? You, you, I, one of the things I talk about in the book is youthitis, you know. I looked in the mirror one day and, oh, poor me, my breasts aren't as high, my butt's not as firm, and I'm not voluptuous like I used to be, on and on and on, and oh, if only I was younger. And then it's like, I was overwhelmed by this other knowing, like this voice in my head, like, can we have a reality check here about what your life was really like in those days when all those things were true? Your appetites were addictive. Your love affairs were tragic. It was always, you know, it was one big negative drama after another. And if, and in those days, you thought, if only a man was here to save me or if only a job was here to save me, then everything would be okay. Now, it's if only I was younger, everything would be okay. So really, being young was just like now. It's this thought that if only things were different, things would be good. And I think that that, to me, is the main issue of midlife. This is what it is, and there is no other point in time more of a platform for miracles than this moment is. There is no spot where God is not. There is no spot in time, and there is no spot in space. This moment is as much of, a, of, of, a, of, a, of an endless opportunity for the, for the experience of miracles as is any other moment. And um, to live in the present with that understanding, knowing that everything that you've ever experienced before can make you just more fabulous. And anybody who can't see it is really not meant for, they're not vibrating on your level anyway. If you begin to know it, you will attract more people who look at you and really get that you're better than you've ever been. Wow. Marianne Williamson, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you. So much. Uh, and again, the website is Marianne.com. Uh, the book, as I said before, is available pretty much uh, everywhere. You know, as we close this uh, segment, Marianne, what's your personal message for our listeners? I think we're living in a very pregnant moment. I think we're living um, 
there's something pregnant right now. And, you know, these windows aren't always there. Just like after 9-11, there was a window. And unfortunately, we didn't know how to step into it, really. I think there's a window right now. I think these political races are showing it. And I think that if we can, as I said before, really encourage each other, everybody step up now. Everybody rise to the occasion, whatever that means in your life, whatever that means, whatever the circumstances, let's all rise to the occasion of our own lives right now. Let's go from good to great. And, um, you know, if, if we have faith in the power of God in us, that means we can. And I think if we do, not only will our own lives be, I mean, infinitely better, more glorious and happier, but I think we can turn this world around, which is... Thank you, Marianne well. Williamson, for joining us here today. Thank you. And, yeah, I love that. Good to great in 2008. Thank you so oh, much. Thank you. God bless. Bye. God bless. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us here today. Fabulous show. Good to great in 2008. I love that. We can encourage each other. And for me, it is truly a blessing. I am so grateful that I get to join you each and every day. And you're part of my journey and my life. Thank you so much. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Step out. Make yourself a fabulous, fabulous life. These things, the tides that I tried.